This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Really a, uh, a covet gadol uh, for all of us to come together to join in this asifa with Rav Lapiansky. Rav Lapiansky is uh, the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshiva Greater Washington. And uh, we all of the Rabbanim appreciate that you took out your time, you know, not just to come to give a shir, but really to devote yourself uh, to all of us uh, in sharing your Torah and your thoughts on so many important topics that we're going to be discussing today. Uh, I want to acknowledge, first of all, that the, our conference sponsors is presented by Cross River Bank and their interest in seeing the continued growth uh, of the Rabbonim in their sponsoring of this particular conference, uh, as well as the books that are placed in front of you, timepieces. So we want to acknowledge that it's being gifted by the Hertz family in front of Lili Nishmas Reb Noach, and Reb Meshulam Shrager Deer, and Reb Daniel Usher, Ben Aryeh Leib Lindelov, Lindenberg, Lindenberg, and uh, just to express our thanks to Rabaran for all that he's doing in terms of the food and the sponsorship of today's wonderful program. And in the truth of the matter is, it was Rabaran's efforts when he hosted a suuda with some of the Rabbanim together with, Rab- with the Rav, uh, which was a very beautiful uh, gathering that we had an opportunity to first engage with each other. And uh, we're very much looking forward and we're very appreciative of your coming to address us today. Um, I'm very moved to be here. So some, some, some of the Rabbonim I've got to know, some I've known from a while back. I feel tremendous Kishrei, Ava, and Harocha. And I believe it, it, when I was growing up, which was in the 50s, 60s, so the Demus of Arav was sort of the old door, not connected to the young door. They did not have much hashpah. The vast majority of them didn't have all that much hashpah. They sort of were the old generation fading out. And it was sad, kind of. We went off to yeshivas, and the yeshivas were dynamic, younger bayim, and they were the ones that would hashpah on us. And the shul basically faded away. And the old shuls, in my days, went conservative. That was the mitzias. Um, then people went to yeshivas, they learned, and then they came back again. So the Rosh yeshivas were, were seminal influences, but very, very rarely could they accompany them on a journey through life, for many reasons. And a huge gap opened up. Secondly, in the 70s, uh, I don't want to sound like Riff Van Winkle going through the 50s, 60s, 70s, but the 70s, a cure movement started, which was um, counterintuitive, and people from universities trekked out to show, somebody snatched them up the wall, they became from, and so on and so forth. There was a lot of effort there, but um, that faded out. And today, a lot of the ways in which, um, the most effective ways of cure is through a communal setting. So, so really, this is a place where community is a place where a, a, it's, it's sort of at the nexus of holding on to the old door. People have gone to yeshivas, and now they want to continue living a ruchnistic life once they go on. People who are somewhere on the fringes who can get absorbed, that's all can take place and, and does take place in a shul setting, in a rough setting. And that's why it's so crucial to have people that have, on the one hand, the yeshiva values, authentic values, meaning um, not sort of stuff that's absorbed from the air, but, but real learning and real time chachamim. On the other hand, have the, a, the, 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 the um, emotional capacity to connect to people, the chachma to translate what's ideal to what's possible in each generation. I think this is our challenge in our door. It's that if, if cure happens effectively, it happens through community environment, 
if people continue to maintain a vibrant Yiddishkeit, it's within a kahila. That's why I think this is actually where the, where the background. Obviously, it comes with its share frustrations. I don't have, you could probably tell me a lot better than I can tell you. So it comes with its share of frustrations. You know, So I, I, that's my personal feelings about um, the world, the, the place that, that Rabbonim of, uh, occupy. Rabbonim in kehillahs like this. Where, where it's still in flux. If it's a very fixed kehila, they're fine. They just need something to pask in, shilas, and, and that's it. But places where there's real movement, like Kana Lekan, this is, this is, I think, a frontier for us. So all the topics were given to me. I, I, again, I, you probably, you're the ones who know what's relevant. We'll, we'll speak, the first topic was something about the 21st century and so on. So I, I want to give a general hakdama to this type of topic of 21st century. I was still, when I was growing up, it was 20th century. Now it's 21st century. I, 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 I want to try to give a little bit of a hakdama and understanding what that means. There's a, a, a medrash in Parsha. It says, Vayaged lavrom ivri echod echod. The avram is called ivri. Ivri means we are at a different side of the river, which means that it, there, there are borders that are artificial. Um, a political border is, is an artificial border. It can move this way, that way. It's no, no reason one way or another. A river is a natural border, and it defines different entities, different places. It means Kalal Yisrael will always be in a different place where others will be. Now, we're not talking about anti-Semitism. Yes, we'll always be picked on, they'll always be fighting with us, but that's not, that's not a defining factor. We are the people picked on by everybody. That's not, I, I, I don't think, it, it, it may be true but it would be hard put to say that this is how Avram needs to define himself. This is how he also defines himself. The, 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 the definition of every means something else. It means that our perspective on the world is going to differ than other people's perspective. We're not talking about Maisim alone. Every, every, um, every religion has its own particular rituals. And yes, we're different, but so is uh, everyone differs. We're talking about something that goes much deeper than that. And we're talking about um, a perception and understanding, um, a, a, a perspective on the world on, on, on certain issues. And I'll try to be a little bit more specific. So first thing is we define ourselves. And I believe in every door. It may be in a different area, but the point is we have a different way of looking at it than other people, and that's rough and, and, uh, for many reasons. The, um, the Ramam says in Mo Nebuchim, he's, he's asked, it's in the beginning, the second parak, he's asked by somebody in a letter, um, how could it be that Adam Arishon was a Yodea Tovera only after he sinned. One assumes that Yodea Tovera is the defining feature of a person. To say that he didn't have Bechira beforehand, um, and now he has Bechira, really, really, it, 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 it sort of empties out of meaning. So how could it be after Yodea he got his main mind? That was the question asked. A fascinating side note is, the Rambam says this is an extremely important shaila, and he opens up the safe with it, basically, to discuss it. And then he yells at the person that you can't understand Torah if it's part of a schedule of eating, drinking, and, and womanizing, and then you fit Torah someplace. They, you know, he, he yells at him for uh, whatever. So I found that, it, in other words, the fact that the question is a really good question, and the fact that the person asking it is, 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 is as a person, is not living up to asking the question that, that, that he found to be disconcerting, and he, and he makes a point of it. But Rama makes the following uh, Haggadara, and 
it's always hard to pin down the Moira exactly, but I, I think this is what it means. There are different ways to perceive, quote-unquote, the truth of something. The, um, for instance, that two items can't be in the same place at the same time is something that is axiomatic to us. And therefore, we will believe that any time, any place, anywhere in the world, every human being will feel that way. And even if I'm in a room of people, everybody says differently, it's not going to be, it's not gonna change. It's perceived as amitios. It's the words used for it are true or false, right or wrong. That's it, I'm sorry, true or false better, true or false. So this statement belongs to that category and nothing will change. It's one of the reasons contemporary physics has a lot of counterintuitive um, suggestions. We, we, we're willing to say, okay, it's proven and that's fine and it's good. But the one thing, like, but the one thing that we, we still can't picture, we still can't look at it. We say, that's what it is. But, but we, don't, we don't have an easy time thing. That's one type of, that's one type of um, uh, ideas, set of ideas that there, we, we think of them as correct, incorrect, and that's it, true, false. There's a second set that are called mefursamos. Mefursamos means that they are socially accepted to a degree that we feel it's just about right. So for instance, stealing. Um, people will say at first glance, stealing is axiomatic that it's wrong. And it might belong in the same category that two things can exist at the same time and this, you know, at the same place. But it's not true. We have different societies have at different times um, thought differently, felt differently, and if, for instance, uh, there, there's an attitude that you're allowed to take anything from uh, people who exploit it. Capitalists exploited people and the money is unjustly gained and it destroys society. Communism posited that ownership is destructive. So, it, and people generally believed it. So the idea of right and wrong in a moral sense went down a notch. It's no longer axiomatic in the sense of true-false. It's much more fits with Mifursamos. Everyone understands this to be so, which is the way in which in a legal argument, in a court, you, you, will, you will appeal to reason. Quote, unquote. But that reason is really a certain setting. This is, everyone feels X, Y, Z. Now, the, um, so he said, Adam Harishon's sense of right and wrong went down a notch. So Chet was extremely impossible or difficult. I mean, obviously, Adam Harishon sinned. Before the Chet, right and wrong was absolute. It was something that fit the true false category. Once Adamarishan went down, he it became for Samos, and therefore Chet was possible. It, it was something that was possible, and that's why shame came in. I think that's what the Ramon's point is. Um, it, it, I, I don't know the original Arabic, and I, I, I can't pinpoint, but that's, I think that's the, the thrust of it. <coughs> Which means, that all of the ideas of um, right and wrong, moral right and wrong, are now contingent on social popularity, on general acceptance by society. That's, that's what makes it feel that way. So Claudius Yisrael holds on to the Torah, and every generation, generations, had ideas which in some area was Eva Echachanar, was very different. Social convention, which people began to feel instinctively that this is right, um, became, be, 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 became different. 
So let's let's go through some of them. Avodah So we look at it and we smile and we smirk and we say it's silly and stupid and primitive. But once upon a time, this was to be understood as being almost axiomatic. What do you mean there's one God? Did you have a fire? It's dry, it burns, and, and water. It's cold, it floods. What do you mean it came from one God? Why? What does it make any sense? Um, you know, there, there, there are wicked people that have a great life. There are great people that don't. So obviously, different gods are controlling different things, and they do it differently. And that was common wisdom. That was normal. That, that, was, that was everyone. Like when, when Rabbi asked Menashe, how come if you're so smart, you're even a Zara? He told him, you would have, had you lived at the time, you would have picked up your kapata and ran. Why? So we call it Yates of Azura, but, but in this, it means that was the common understanding that this is right. It's what's called the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist, zeitgeist, it's, it's something which is the ruach of this man, and people understand that to be good. If you go through um, Greek philosophy, was considered to be the absolute emiss. In every, that was normal. Every intelligent person subscribed to it. Um, the Hellenism was a movement. The Greek culture was the, the intuitive, quote unquote, <coughs> right. Even things like, I mean, Christianity. In Spain, Christianity, so I mean, we, we all tell stories about people like Sinefish and Moranos and so on. It, it, that's, that's a glorious chapter in our history. But the truth was that um, it was a tremendous Meshicha. And there were people, unfortunately, and sometimes Hasha people, who converted because it just was so obvious. The, 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 isn't the glory of the, uh, in, in, that you see by the Pope? That's the glory, and that's clear. And, and the Jews are a wreck of a nation, it has been, it just kind of dattering. And, and look at this. We're, we're mighty, we're, 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 we're great. But it was a ruach. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's not logical as much as wherever you went, the grand and the great and the beautiful and the noble was Christian. Let's go something closer to our generation. Communism. So I, 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 I don't know the ages, but it, communism was once upon a time the smartest and the brightest people were communists. You know, we, we laugh at McCarthy and so on that he hunted down. It, 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 but they were everywhere. It was in, in the 30s, in the 20s and 30s, communism, the, the wise and smart people in all the universities it felt that this is right. This is, this is noble. Nobody, we, we, we won't have people that are obscenely wealthy, doing crazy things with their money, and people starving. Everyone is together and working. It, it, once it took hold, once that became the Ruach Adairis, that became it. And therefore, it's fascinating, Rabbi Itzalapanovich was a sympathizer with communism. And, he, you know, at the end of the day, the capitalists were nothing to write home about. Let's understand something. Neither the Tsar nor, nor the, the wealthy people in Russia were anything to write home about. It, it, you know, so, so he sympathized with it. But he wrote that since communism is based on an Akira of one Chalkeshul Haruch, Chalkeshul Mishpat ceases to exist if you accept communism as an axiom, so it must be perforce false. In other words, it's something that was considered to be Be'etzim Mufka because of Ankatur. So he's saying, my feelings are swept along with the Ruach of the, of the Dar, but I can't. And so there were a lot of lot of things that that were that we look back at, and we have a hard time understanding the Avodah And the reason is because that's the nature. Each door has a certain ruach. That's the mufursamos of that door. And in every door, we're going to have to stand on eva echad nor and go and and the whole world be eva. And it's a very very uncomfortable place to be, because. There's a huge magnet, there's a huge um, suction, 
if anyone who's a vardas and anyone who's part of, of, of life, that's that's the normal. That's the ruach. Let's so so the, the idea of having different generations, different uh, ideas, ideals that become them for somos, and that in every generation we need to stand on one side and defy the convention. And in a certain sense, it means we're different. Different not because we wear different clothing. That's, that's fine today. It's not because we, we, we do different rituals. That's, that doesn't, it's that we think very differently. I want to identify a point that I think is today the battleground for it. The Torah, and, and I, I, I'm not talking not about a virus. Not, no, it's, it's not to get a virus, Shaboy. It's not to get a locha, Shaboy. So I guess I'm much deeper. The Torah does, does not describe much about Adam's, um, about Adam Arishan. Um, how big the nose was, what color the eyes were, and so on and so forth. Zero. Obviously, biology is irrelevant. Zachav in a cave of is something that the Torah describes. It's the only biological feature. And the only social norm that's described is marriage. I want to explain both points. Zuchan Ekeva is a fundamental bifurcation of the Bria. The Bria consists of a Mashpia and a Makabu. A Baruch Hu is the Mashpia, the world is the Makabu. And Together, they create a certain mega picture of Malchus, which means a Malchus, a king without a country, is not a king. A country without a king is not a country, whether the king is a person or, or an ideal, whatever it is, but it needs both. So the way in which it takes place is the Zohar Keva. And therefore, in Tzuras Adam, the Zohar Keva doesn't stop at biology. It's not meant to tell me the biology of a person. There, there, there's, you, 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 it's, not, it, it's not coming to tell me the difference of biology. It's coming to tell me that Adam is split into two groups, into Zacha and Ekeva. That's at Betzim. A second point is marriage is not a biological fact. Animals mate. Mating is biological. It's across the spectrum. All balachai and plants in their way mate. That's, that's one thing. You can, create, um, you can create laws if you like to have people um, living together, if it's good for society, and you give them a tax break. Fine. You create LLCs. You create uh, 501s. That's the tax deductions our government, our government regulations, and, and they're meaningless. Marriage, the idea that there is a sort of subsuming of each part, it's not just a way to satisfy each person, but a way in which a greater unit is created is given by Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's not part of nature. There's nothing biological about it. Biological is mating. Um, take care of youngest biological path, could be biological, could be through DAS, but this is something very different. So, um, this is something which is, but for some of us, that changed. When I was growing up, so um, we, we used, uh, this was pre-sanitized textbooks, our textbooks were the typical American textbooks, so all the textbooks had, you know, it, it, uh, I forgot what the, you know, dad, mom, two or three kids, and Skippy the dog. That was all the children's stories were all the all the textbooks were children like that. Marriage was considered to be absolute sacred. Um, that that there's a man and a woman, a mother and a father. Mother and father would go off to work. Mother would sit and make pies, and that was that was uh, kind of for summers. And people were supposed to be faithful to the family and loyal to the family, and family was 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 sacred. That was before Samos, and everybody subscribed it because that's it's it's obvious. When I 
then in the 60s, someone came along, many, many wise people in the university came along and said, who says? Who says? And, and everybody shrugged their shoulders and said, who says? And everyone did each So now there's no longer a Kedusha family, a loyalty, um, an idea that that mating is not a human endeavor, it's, it's having a family is a human endeavor, and it changed. And what's changed today is the whole music of Zohar Nekeva and, and marriage. I, I want to speak about the point that I, I, it, it, Averis are Averis, and Taivas are Taivas. That's not, that's a halachic issue. And if somebody is, does Averis, so fine, we have a way, so somebody of Mount is a Bechal Shabbos. We encourage and, and, and we, and, you know, we, we, we encourage a person to, to, to draw closer, and, you know, fine, we can do. But no one, the person's Mechal Shabbos, there's no sense that the Chil Shabbos is a good thing. We can say he can't help himself, it's difficult, do something. There are a lot of ways in which we <laughs> embrace the person with, while making it clear, in Merz Hashem, somebody will stop driving to shul, somebody close the, somebody stop smoking on Shabbos, whatever it is. The so in mo, in Averis, when we're dealing with these with Averis that are in the, in the realm of kedusha and so on, the Aver itself is not is that's not the issue that I'm talking about. The issue I'm talking about is is there a zachanekeva? The answer is yes. Now it, a person can struggle. If people people I'm not not sympathizing with the person who struggles with a particular issue, whether it's emotional or physical, that's irrelevant. But what you can't deny is Zohar Nekeva created Zohar Nekeva. And those are two separate parts of the Bria. And both parts are what they are. That's the Metziah Sadvar. And to write it off like it, would be, like it would be the difference between having blonde hair or black hair or whatever, it doesn't mean that it it it, 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 it doesn't mean that a woman can't study engineering. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything specific, as long as you start with the axiom. There is zacha and there is nekeva, and they are determined in a certain way, and Hakadosh Baruch determined that. Second thing is, marriage is not two people agreeing to work together. Whether it's a business partner, chavrusa, friends, friendship is a great thing. Nisuin is something that the Torah created. It's given from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's a it's a meta relationship. It's not a, a, a biological relationship. It's not a father, it's not a mother, it's a child. It's ishve isha. It goes to the heart of it. It is the most sacred unit because it's where zach and the come together, and it happens in a certain way. If a person is emotionally not capable of getting married, we marachim on the person, we embrace him, and so on. But there is no alternative marriage. If a person is doing a virus, but it's difficult for him, and, and, and you know, whatever, today, if the person's attitude is it's wrong, but we embrace, we, we, we're makarif, just like we do with somebody who drives around Shabbos, you know, depending on the setting, obviously, it, it's, a, it's a difference between a shul in Lakewood or shul someplace else, we're driving a shot. But, but the idea is, what we can't do is um, justify something that's absolutely wrong. The Nisoyen is because it means that we are going to be thinking differently than everybody else. I, I want to tell you something that shocked me. One of our, um, one of our Younger Light's wives teaches in a, uh, in a modern school, in a co-ed school, and she's a very popular teacher, a very star teacher, and they made a Shabbaton. The Sigamon went along, and he gave a class for 12-year-olds, 12, 13-year-olds, 12, um, on the parish or something, whatever it was, and he obviously, um, he was very, he spoke about things that would not uh, raise any hackles, he wasn't interested, he was, you know, it was a positive. And he said something along the time, along the lines of, Torah gives us the best way of living. Something like that, along those lines. And one of the, one of the boys or girls said, it really, really said, no, but you see, the Torah didn't get it right with, with gay marriage and stuff, so obviously the Torah is not ideal. 
I found that I found it to be shocking because it wasn't the kanta, it wasn't. It was just this was a hanacha. This is obviously right. So you have to do this. So so lemosha, if the Torah is inconvenient and an ass is eating something something healthy, okay, I won't do it. But but I understand it as being something that's not right. But what can you do? It's what can you do? Ma'esa. The idea that, that, that that's a fundamental issue. So an understanding that we need to establish amitius, understanding what is right. And I think one of the ways we can reflect back to a person is, and, and, and it's obviously depending on the, on the community, it's obviously it's, it's, a, it's a big challenge. But let's start the other direction, like we saw in the beginning. We're called Ivrim. Because we're willing to stand on one side of the river and when everyone else is standing on the other side. Ask people, what is it that we believe that nobody else believes? What is it, to, what's today's Abodazar? Every generation has had its issues. Christianity doesn't affect anyone today. Nobody cares, not, you know, it's not a gap. Communism is gone. This is gone, that's gone. What's today's? Where is it the place that we have to be? We're called Ivri. That's, that's Abraham Avinu is called Ivri, and, and the Chazal appetite. Are the things that we believe in that nobody else believes in? I won't say as somebody, this person was extremely um, kind of uh, at the front of, uh, I guess, social issues, not from. And so I told him, you know, I, I, my problem is, I said, how do you define yourself as Jewish? In other words, if everything, is there anything that you believe in that a very liberal American Christian would believe in? Is, is, is there anything that you, that you differ? If your agenda matches 100% with a universal progressive agenda, so drop the word Jew. Let's say the Jews invented it, okay. But that's it, it's gone. You know, the, the inventors, we, we don't, we don't walk around every time flick a button, a, a switch for lights, and say, ah, Edison's a chonev rocha, Edison's a chonev rocha, gewaldic, without Edison, without the light bulb. It's gone, he's gone, he did it, and it's fine. If, if there's, is there anything that your Judaism differs? And, the, and, I, and that's the big division between the people who, who, who mindlessly try to sort of blend, blur the difference, distinction. No, Some place you have to say, we differ. We differ, I don't mean just in actions, we eat this food on that food. We differ in our peace and same world. That's, that I think is a challenge. And in every generation, the 20th generation was 20th generation challenge, in 19th, 19th century, every century brought its new zeitgeist. Every century had <coughs> one area at least where the, the zeitgeist was different, um, radically different. We always had to stand on one side and one side, and then and, and we had to um, pronounce Yes, I know that everybody thinks very differently. Our truth is eternal. And, and if we look back, every, every powerful of Zara has disintegrated. And so, I'll let you a, a story, a personal anecdote. I, I don't know what the time schedule is, but the, the, um, my father, Zechariah of Racha, grew up in Covenant in Lita and went through the war. He um, had, a, um, had a family that, that was killed out. He was to come to ghetto, Dachau, and liberated. When they were liberated, so they were in a DP camp. It was the, the DP camp that he was was under British a, a, um, rule, and the people there had three choices of where to go. They could be repatriated to their own country. That was a law. So if you wanted to go back to Poland or to Lithuania or to wherever, they had to take you back. That was one. The second possibility was. If you were able to get into America, Canada, wherever it was, if, if you had, if you had a, a, a visa or somebody let you in to immigrate, that was the second possibility. The third possibility was to go to Russia, because Russia was the mother of all refugees and orphans, and it embraced everybody, and you could go there. So there was a whole group of people that wanted to go to Russia because Canadian. I mean, this is, this is the... Um, this is uh, paradise. It's everyone gets and no one starves, and you know the whole the whole nine yards of, of, of it. And my father and the other some other from people would argue with them. 
and would say, you're crazy. You're going from one Gehenna to another Gehenna. Why in the world are you doing that? And they, um, and they said, oh, the former people, they're out of touch. They don't know what's, the, the world has changed. They don't, they're, 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 they're behind, you know, in the Middle Ages, but on and on and on and on and on. So my father said, so if I hear Yoim, two people who had gone in the first Russia came back, they had somehow escaped back, and they started telling people, you don't know what you're getting into. The, the Baruch Haba is, they take everything you have at the border. As soon as you enter, the gods take everything. That's the, that's the first step of communism. And it gets worse from there on. So all the poor guys who wanted to go had signed up. Started, they, when the day came that the Russians came with big trucks and music, they started hiding under, in different places. And the commander said, no one has to hide. No one will, will go about Karakhov and so on and so forth. But the attitude was, they understood, they, they, people don't understand how much it swept away people. Famous Rabbanim, uh, Rebel Baruch Kamai, whose son-in-law was Rebbe Yudel, was somebody who, um, his, his children were communists. It was a very powerful movement. Every generation has these movements, and these movements um, are what we have to um, stand on a different side of the river than everybody else. That's where I'd like to want to about this. Yes? So maybe we'll take some questions. Sure, please. We'll take some questions. Um, on this topic. Maybe I'll just start some question. Um, the question is, I, I think many Rabbanim, at least I know the Rabbanim, let's say in this shul, so I can only speak from this shul, so we haven't labeled or identified the group, let's say, that's struggling with many of these issues in a public way with the title, let's say, LGBT, right? which is the current way of describing and identifying this group. What does the Rosh Yeshiva feel whether, you know, it's that, that level of identification should be or shouldn't be used within, you know, traditional settings? So, and, and, yeah. and just a, and a follow-up sure. is that many of us haven't spoken publicly about this. We, we deal with um, Individuals. our congregants and, and we counsel them and we guide them because we do have them, especially in terms of the children who are struggling with these issues, but we don't necessarily talk about it in a public setting. So that's a second so, aspect. So, I, I, again, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm in a little more of an academic setting, because you, you deal with these issues. But I think that, that what you're saying is extremely correct. And let me say why. To me, I've, I've had boys reach out to me occasionally that they're struggling with some of these issues. And when someone comes along and says, I am gay, I tell them, no. We don't identify ourselves by our taiva. If a person likes a particular type of woman, I don't identify. So yes, the women say, I like this type. It's like we say, I'm a bread and butter type of person. And we're not bread and butter people. Um, we may like bread and butter, but hopefully we identify ourselves with something else. Every person has this type. Every person has different. It's a horus. Um, the idea that having certain heart makes you into a different type of person—that's the rap. I tell the person, what you mean to say is you're attracted to same gender people. Fine, that's that's mitzias. But there is no box that says, oh, so it, it used to be in the old days. Um, all days again, meaning it's sort of, I guess things when I was born, using your left hand, people who were lefties were considered to be, it was considered to be very unhealthy for some reason, and they did everything, everything possible to make you work with your right hand. Um, Baruch Hashem, we, we, we have come to the understanding that there is a category called itayat. Yes, he's a lefty, and you're righty, and that's two separate people. Sexual inclinations, I, I, I heard somebody, again, who identified himself as an Orthodox rabbi, and said something about our sexual identity is the most important thing we have. I think that's a horrible statement. Our identity is not sexual. Our identity is a Yitzur, a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I, 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 I'm doing what's right, what's good. That's, that's not our identity. Even a, a person who has a, a family, a, a normal family, a, 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 a wonderful, 
you don't identify to taiva. Taiva is a necessary way that 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 Kachbaru put into the bria to, to make it happen. So labeling, I think, is a very it's just like saying he's a Mechal Shabbos type of person. It, it, there are some people that are tray feeders, some people are kosher eaters. We have a, 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 a desire for it, and we have to ask ourselves one: and what's mutter, what's aser? How do we how do we stay away from what's aser and get to what's mutter? And you know, each kafi, each each person. What happens? Somebody is a, is is um, has a, uh, he, he he can't resist stealing. We we don't label the person. It, it was one of the things, by the way, that you know there was a certain place that that had a, that has an LGBTQT club, and there's a struggle on it. I don't think yeshiva should have a straight club either. <laughs> I don't think that a club in a yeshiva that, that, that identifies what the type is. Even if the type is 100% okay, I would also not. I, I, I would. I would be disgusted with yeshiva where you have a schmaltzerin club. I, you know, I don't like 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 a club could be. There's a chesed club. There's a tefillah club. There, there's there's an activist club. Fine. Those are in yonim that we, that we gather on people. If I have to like Schmaltz Herring, that's that's my business and and it's my issue. It has nothing to do with anybody else. A club means we give it a, a suit and so on. So I think correctly defining it, I think what you're saying is right. We don't use terms. We, 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 we don't have a term. We don't identify people with sanctity. If a person has, he, he has it personally. But it's not it's certainly not identified. That's that's why I would feel about it. And addressing publicly? So it's also it's very tricky, obviously, because it's such an incendiary topic. That everybody's everybody automatically jumps on whatever you say, and again, I'm sure you know so much better than I do about this. And I would say, you know, we 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 know it's like well, the things that we talk about are kedusha of a family, kedusha of of a person, and we use halach as a guide for that. And and, uh, and so I, I would really, you'd want to build the foundations without getting because once you use certain trigger words, it it just becomes explosive. People. Yes. Um, I think sometimes one of the challenges that are put forward is that you know, the Gemara Chulin says that every single, you know, Isra has a hetzudik way to, to manifest it. And one of the challenges are for such, for such a taiva, meaning, again, at this point in time, on November 9th, 2022, therapists and doctors, the, the school thought is that it's not, uh, it's not just a choice. There's something that is, <laughs> something that is you know, this is what we're, this, we're told at this moment in time. It could change in 10 years, 20 years, but we're told that this is whatever, to some extent, this is the person's, you know, the way they are wired in some form. All the other types, the eating and the schmaltz and the, all the things like that, there's a, or the stealing or the chel Shabbos, there's a heterodic way to manifest those feelings. In this particular taiva, the response is, well, wh- what is the hazardic way? What is the person supposed to do when they're in that situation? There's no much way to, to manifest that, that feeling. So I, I would say a few points. Yes, Chazal say that, but that's not a halachic. If I can't find, I'm looking for this type of wine, and there's no kosher wine like this. They don't come close to it. It doesn't give me a head to the drink. They're not kosher wine. So it, it's, it's a... It's a it's a, it's a chazal that is true, but, but even if I can't identify it, it's not automatic. I, I've, I've heard so many yeshivish variations of this, the Torah asid, bittel Torah, but it was matted to talk and learning. Uh, the Torah asid stealing was matted to borrow. I've, I've heard many variations on, 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 on this chazal, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a popular, um, but, but the point is, it really, really, um, it, it's not a heter, the second thing I would say is, let's say a person is born with some physical nerve damage, where the person can't do any mice arise, any mice be. No, that's the, you know, there's some paralysis, some insensitive, so it's tragic, it's bad. But, but we say, first of all, Hashem wanted you to live the life in this framework, that's one. For whatever reason, just like a person's Rahman born in some limitation, we, we say, okay, if it's clear. Two, we look for ways to make it happen. So let's say a person, again, we'll go back to a person that, that does not have any sensation in, in a paradise and he can't do it. We say there are ways to have a family. And, you know, today with ideas of that, where you find a person that you like, even the person who, people can like, 
for people who are attracted to women, there are many men that, that you feel you like a lot, you can have a family life. If you're interested in doing what the Torah does, we don't have to deny what your physical hagoshes are, but we can build a framework where you can have things. It, it really depends on the person's attitude. A lot of times, it, there's a lot more baggage that comes to it. You don't want to accept me for who I am. So, so let's, say, let's say we have this person, and it's a, this is easy, where he has you know, some paralysis or something like that. He cannot have any, any physical, but A, he can get married and have sort of a family. We can do things with IVF, and the person can, can have children, and we'll tell them it's, it's not going to have all of the elements that you would like, but Lamaisa, it's the same way. Everybody, nobody married a person that 100% stims in everything. There's no such priya. You say to yourself, you build with what's positive, and you learn to, to deal with. So if the person is very light, always a person, or you're late, always, or whatever. So, so that's, it, it, like, talking about it means you learn how to. So if the person is sincere, then we can build a lot around it. But it becomes, what, what happens is, the avla is that once it's your identity, then once you've said it's identity, so now you won't be something I'm not. And that's where we had to start having the problem. Yes. The struggle that we have on the, on the forefront, I know for me and Rabbi have, is for our Balabat when they come to us, just to get a sense of where things are at right now, Yeah. there is rarely a television program, any TV series today, which does not have a gay character in it or a lesbian character in it. That is right. the prerequisite. And if it's interracial, even better. Basic TV programs all have that right now. Today, people have been requested by HR to put their pronouns in their work email. These are the things that our Balabats are dealing with. We're stuck because we can't say anything because we can't touch incendiary topics. And when we dance around talking about the values, we're not really addressing the real struggles that are this is the, This is where people really are at. They switch on the team when they get home, they go to work, it's everywhere. In HR, if you're on an executive leadership team, you have to be presenting in the private club at work today. That's the reality. And if you're on the executive, what are you supposed to do? That's where our Balabats are at. And so we're, we're stuck. Because we have very little we can really do to, to, to address these issues. And so that, that's, that's part of where this is the Quarrow Club that Yeshiva is talking about. It, it, this, this, is, this is a very real issue. How, how, and it just to emphasize the question of our actual is what can we really say? What can we really say to, sh to show that Judaism talks about this? We've got, we, have, we have our hands tied. Yes, I hear you. You're presenting a really tough issue. Um, so I would say the one point is to keep emphasizing, you don't have to talk about this, but to keep emphasizing that Avram is made the echot, I call them echot, there will be issues in every generation that we see it very different than anyone else. That's a point that you can keep making and let people understand just because everyone thinks different. So it's one thing when you have to do what you have to do and it's the second thing where um, we, we need to understand that this is our Nisoyen not to be swept along mentally and emotionally. Two, um, the difference between, if someone comes and tells me what pronoun they want to use, to me it's the same what name they want to use. That's your prerogative and, and, uh, and, and, and I'll, I'll go with that. But I need to understand also that we, we recognize marriage, Torah recognizes marriage only a man or woman because that creates that, 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 uh, uh, see, it's called a family. How much can you say it, when, I, I don't know. It, it's, it, but, but I think those are, our struggle <coughs> is not against people who are doing certain things or who are emotionally challenged with these things. But our struggle is not to allow to define what is, what is, what is the emiss. The emiss is, there is one structure that the Torah calls marriage. Anything else, I mean, you could, there's nothing wrong with living with a roommate. If, if two people get rent an apartment together because so, we call that roommates. If, if two people create a, a financial, like I said, fraud structure, it, it's, it's a corporation of some sort. But marriage is a, it's, it's a term, only a Kodesh Brocha defines it. The county can't define marriage because all the county can define is a useful relationship that the county has no moral standing. So the county can decide, why do they have to give marriage license? The answer is because there's, 
there's a lot of law. Common ownership of property, if there's children custody, um, tax breaks for whatever reason. So the county defines, society can define practical entities. Marriage to us is something that stands above that. And only the one who made marriage, a Shabura, and so on so forth, can, can, um, can create a marriage. And therefore, there is nothing else called marriage. It's called whatever you want. It's not called marriage because only Kashbrochel makes marriage. I think that's a point that we can say. Yes? I think the challenge that I think I have maybe it was that we grew up in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. In the 80s and 90s, maybe we were lulled to sleep, but we didn't feel that, like, neither. We felt like society was pretty much normal, like we were, especially if we grew up in our ducks. And, and that so, we didn't have the communism. We didn't have, were we just asleep at the wheel because the revolution of the 60s had happened and it led to now? And, and then the Balabakan that surround us also, I think, have this where we're suddenly thrust into a place where we have to take a stand. How far of a stand should we take? Should we quit modernity? Or am I just wrong that we felt that way? How do we see the error between the the insanity and the insanity that we seem to have been raised in. You know, my general sense of history in many different ways is there's always Kufis. I mean, Kali Yisrael until World War II had ferociously rough physical conditions. I, I mean, financial and physical <coughs> and everything. And then there's a, there was a, a long period, Baruch Hashem, of prosperity made, made to keep going. But I, I always wonder, same thing, I think is true about Bruchness in general. Like I said, I grew up in the, in the, in the, in the 50s and 60s, so a shul like this, um, the question was, when, when would they vote to take the Mechitza there? That was the, that was the, that was the, 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 that was the flow. Learning yeshiva, when I remember, I, I went there until 1970, so before that, Lakewood, 100, 200, 300 people were in Lakewood. They would ask somebody going to Brooklyn, if, they're going, if you're going to, to, to Brooklyn, could you pick up some kosher stuff for me? I, I, I remember that. And 20 years later, it was like, in my days, if a buckle into Lakewood, he would sort of fudge it. And today, if he's not living in Lakewood, he fudges it. That's, that, that's the Metzias. But is this gonna last? I, I'm, I'm always weary, we deal with problems when things happen, it's not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried, whenever, whenever you have a full sense of security, um, it's problematic because things tend to become, it's like in world history, you always have tough, strong tribe comes, conquers decadent old establishment, Rome gets sacked by, by vandals or the Romans sack whoever was there before them, and they're tough and lean and mean and, and so on. And then slowly they become fat, degenerate, and the next group of, 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 of uh, you lean and mean, uh, that, that's like his, you wonder when things are, you know, we tend to fall asleep when things are very good. I, I wonder about Ruchnius, the fact that today, it's officially, everybody wants to say, learn officially, this, officially that, it, is, 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 it, is it solid? I don't know, so, so I'm taking your point and I want to project it on many other things. It's, it's, it, Akash Prochot didn't, we're not, we're not home. We're, we're not, we, we didn't reach the, the end. So it means that it's just, every, every tkuf is intermission for the next lesions. And I, I don't know, you know, but, but the idea that because things are good, we can sort of be half asleep at the wheel is, is troublesome. Yeah. So, more for Robert Ronald Lichtenstein's that's all once uh, spoke publicly in Chicago in 20, 2010. And he said if someone is, uh, at that time, he said homosexual, that was the expression at that time, they had LGBT, right. et cetera. He said everyone should ask themselves, you know, that all they are, they're also an Ebed Asher, and also a Dabin and Shul, et cetera, be part of a community. But then he allowed that he said uh, in the history of America, there was never a float in the Israel Day Parade from the Kali Shabbos of America. He felt that the fact that sometimes there is almost an aggressiveness about identity that goes on and the need for validation recognition makes things much more complicated. 
someone asked him, what about day school, et cetera, he wasn't really prepared to answer. But admitting children, Jewish children, whose parents are two, two, two mothers, two fathers, whatever it is. I don't know if it's because he couldn't conceive of it in 2010 or whatever it is. So here's my sins. Now this is, uh, this is happening in my shul. Zeta comes to talk to me, his uh, wonderful person. He's trying to wrap his head around how things are, but his, uh, his granddaughter is quote unquote getting married. He's not asking me a shy, he's telling me what's happening. And uh, they, she just wants me to know that they're gonna live a quote unquote a frum lifestyle. They're both gonna cover their hair. They're gonna keep shop, it's gonna have a kosher home. He's talking to me, he's yeah. trying to wrap his head around it as I'm trying to. Right. It says that my children, the, the, the young lady's parents, they're very excited, they think this is wonderful. Because as the Torah says, so how could she couldn't be alone? So I, okay, I, I don't want to get into you know, right. but so, so this this is what's going to happen. These two women are going to be living, you could say, as roommates. They'll call themselves married. They're going to come to an Orthodox shul. They're going to sit in the women's section. They're going to hold sedurim, and it won't be long before they're going to have a child. So there are questions that are coming up now. People are saying, well, okay, it's going to be two single members in the shul. What are you doing in day school? And as someone with a lot of experience in, uh, in, in, in uh, you know, whether it's far as I mean, these, these actually are shadows that are going to come up. Is, is there going to be a split where some in the, in the generally speaking Orthodox world are going to say, yeah, we'll let them in, co-ed schools, et cetera, and the quote unquote more firm school is going to draw a line, say we don't accept them. What happens to that trial? So th this is what I see from in my perspective, this is where it's going. And and uh, I sat with people on Sukkis, so a child who is uh, identifies LGBT, and they were explaining how, uh, you know, Lumaiso, their, their son is very troubled. He goes to Shabbos meals, people talk about family, and he doesn't have one, and he can't have one, until he will have one, and then where's he gonna go? So I'm curious, on the educational front, Lumaiso, this is, this is in my school, and I'm not saying there's a lot of people, but there are such people. Although yeah. someone has recently told me um, that someone came to Rabbi Shapiro, and they posed the following question. There's a, there's a, a, a child whose parents got divorced. The mother is not so stable emotionally, and from quite wise, she's, she's practicing a lot less, so she's back a lot less. She live with her. His father is emotionally stable. His father keeps the mitzvahs, but he's married to another man. Where should he stay? And Moshe shook his head and said, I don't even think of Chaim Oiz ever got a shine like this. <laughs> it is, it, it, it's, it's a really, it is so, I, I'll tell you what I think the parameters are. Again, this is a shayla kotaiti. I, I mean, you're talking about really big questions, and, and, and in a big way, it's gonna to have to be answered in a big forum, and in smaller ways, um, the one thing we can't do, this is, there is an Iser of Hanufa, but, but it's more than just an Iser. It's a Mishnah that says, um, <coughs> Agrippa Samelech was a decent king as they went. He stood up, and then he, he read the Pasik, you know, and they cried, and he said, Achinata, and Chazal say, and a whole thing. The one thing we can't do is publicly um, validate something that's wrong. It's more than just the iser in my mind. It, it, it's 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 the emiss, it's a sheker in Torah. So let, let's go through some of the things. And again, I'm saying it only we're discussing it. I, it's it's an, it's an issue that that requires bigger shoulders and and will obviously be different depends which community. Um, that people can come to a shul and daven no matter what they are, what they do. Today, that's an accepted thing, and it's appropriate. Person's come to shul, he wants to use that whatever. To identify that a shul should identify a couple, I think is a, is a chalasha. In other words, that's chanufa. To say Mrs. and Mrs. or Mr. and Mr., you can come, you can sit, you can talk, you can do whatever you want, but tachlis and to identify. Giving the children chinuch, so I would say, again, I, I, I'm, this is katainti from, from, from dealing and, and certainly sometimes a crackers. I assume there'll be a difference. Every community has a chiv to worry about um, all the children in the community. So the chinna for a child is a communal responsibility. In, in, in communities where you have one school only, 
it's hard to see how the school can shirk its responsibility to educate the child. On the other hand, they can appropriately make their they can't allow people to identify themselves as a family. If, if, if a single mother has a child, then that's it, how it is. They're, you know, it could be Ahmad Salaman, it could be it could be this. A mother, this is a mother, so so. To identify um, a couple, I think they can't do that, even to fulfill this responsibility to the child. It, it, it's, you know, at that point you have to be able to say, I, you ask me a price, you know, that I can't give. Um, to allow, let's say, a parent insists that the child, the child's money gets a Jewish education, but he has to eat a ham sandwich in school. You'll tell him, what, what can I do? I'm stuck, but I can't, I, I can't, then the school is validating something. In a, you know, and, and in places where most families aren't eating kosher, there's a way, you know, there's a way that you deal with it. Um, so I would say, and it depends obviously on the type of school. There's a school, there are schools that are much more insulated that would feel they don't want children to notice such a thing. Then okay, I, I you know I, I I guess that they would have to they, they have that prerogative. But if you have a type of town, we have one school serving the kids, then unless what the parents want out of the school is 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 a declaration that that is Hanufa, I I would I would assume they would have to do something. They would have to. I mean, listen, we, we make bris milah for for mamza it's halacha and we do it and he's a yid. And, 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 you know, and, and, and he's mechoi v'mitzvahs, and whether it's, you know, geshmak or not geshmak, we have a chiv to do it. We, we, you know, if his father's not doing it, we're doing it. So we need to be mechanic every child and give, and give it to our education, um, unless, unless they're asking for a surprise that we can't pay. But it obviously depends, community to community, school to school, and, and, it's, and again, it's a Shiloh way over my pay grade. It's, it's something that we're, we're just talking and learning, we're discussing. Yeah. You think, I mean, based off, histor historically, we see, we've mentioned all different movements where yes. Jews kind of peeled off, and you know, the Rambam and Martin Luther and Kimmel on the Dalit, yeah. it's inevitable that there's some people that the system's not going to work for. Yeah. And how do we relate to them in terms of the effort we want to invest, and also, I guess, even emotionally, as if that's just what it is. Look, look, get a little more of a much. It's just more specific, so we can we can. Uh, even in, in this area, you have someone who's gay and is not going to find their place. It's not it's not going to be in the Orthodox world, and it's kind of like okay, every generation we're going to lose people. Painful as it is, but we're to invest all this time to try to think how it's going to work when we know they're not going to have a place here, and they're going to try to you know, find a family because ultimately that's what they want. So we have to do at the end of the day. And this, this, I think, was a very important, um, in, in many variations, this has become part of the yeshiva world's ethos, that they said that when you, that when Rebchaim Velazhin opened the yeshiva, I don't know who was said, you have to know that you have to sometimes close the yeshiva. Um, when, when the government wanted to make some zera other, or else there won't be yeshivas, Chavetz Chaim said we can compromise a little bit, but Anything more that's not our responsibility. Now it's we're not a Kaddish Baruch who's um, PR people. We are, but that's we're his people. And when we can't do the job, it's like the Levian. We have to throw up the keys and say, Rebbeinu, whatever it is, it took to validate is the same way. Listen, again, go back to my example. Many many Orthodox rabbanim serve conservative communities. Now, the rationale was. Some of them, it was a job, and as long as I can keep Shabbos, what do I care? Um, that's some. But many people, well, Hashem Shemayim, they said, look around. Orthodoxy has zero chance in America. And it was, it, it, that was the most plausible analysis. It, it made no sense. Conservative, people hold on to something. They marry Jewish. They, they come to shul. They're doing a lot of mitzvahs. So it made a lot of sense. And, and again, today we, in retrospect, it's hard to understand it. But I, I remember that you know I was already coming sort of at a tail end of that kufa when I, when I was old enough to understand. But but it made a lot of sense. There was a, there was uh, in Atlanta there was a rob who was a son of very a nephew of very very Kachushivit, and he said this is the only hope there is for the next generation. At least something. It, what was wrong about it was it's one thing when you say what's right. Uh, and 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 but you embrace and welcome and friend everybody. That's what you're supposed to do. 
But the minute you blur, the minute you take out the mechitz in the shul, whether it's only a takana or it's on that, you're telling him that, that Yiddishkeit is flexible. There's no hard and fast rules in Yiddishkeit. So, so then, basically, the, the MS is gone. And, and that's what, so we, we have to say, I'm there for you, I'll always be there for you, and so on. I mean, I have prisoners that, that tell me them that have, you know, that, that have states in the falls. I'm still friendly with, and, and, and them, you know, I, I like you, I really do. It, but I, I, I'm not, I, I don't think what you're doing is right, but I, I like you as a person, I think you're a quality person, and that's that. You know, sometimes, it, 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 even if it doesn't work, but that's, that's, that's the right attitude. The rest of it, you know, so we, we, we're, not, we're not there to, to do anything it takes to keep attendance. We're there to, to keep Yiddishkeit. And at some point, that's what we have to say. I think we're going to take a short break now. Um, just give everyone a couple of minutes until we start the next session. Okay. So, uh,